Are you bored of the usual character archetypes? Do you feel like you see the same characters over and over again? Is there not enough chaotic energy in your podcasts? Well, have we got the solution for you. Hi, I'm Harper. And I'm Darby. Chaotic Creations is a podcast where we take the weirdest character prompts we can think of and make playable Dungeons & Dragons characters. There's bad jokes. I wonder what Minotaur sounds like when they're really, you know, having a heartfelt speech. It's really moving. Backstories. I am an eagle kinku. She probably just says eagle. And people are like, not quite. And of course, plenty of chaos. You know, I don't consider mayonnaise to be a liquid, but I also don't really consider it to be food. Maybe he squishes his pecs together with like a little symbol in between and goes, we upload new episodes every Wednesday, and you can hear the two of us and some guests make some truly strange D&D characters. Find us on your local podcatcher of choice and check us out on Twitter at ChaoticPod. I'm Harper, your lawful nerdy paladin. And I'm Darby, your chaotic tired bard. And we hope you'll join us on Chaotic Creations. You know things, I know some too. Sit right down the them to you. stuff, sexy stuff, so much to know. Tune in for the Femsplain Show. Femsplain! I'm excited. I am too. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I was going to be excited because I am having like a lot of anxiety lately and a lot of social anxiety and I was just like, ooh, it's gonna be weird and then I don't know, now I feel all spicy. (laughs) Oh, good. I always can tell that it's gonna be a good episode when you're, when you're ribbon me before <laughs> nice <laughs> then i then i know that it's we, we got that good mood juice um mm, good mood juice good mood juice. podcast brought to you by good mood juice good mood juice incorporated mm. Mm. <laughs> um so uh, i also i spent all day all day yesterday outside in the grass Oh, so you're just fucking pumped with good mood juice. I know. I have vitamin D for the first uh-huh. time and it's like it's like wild the difference. I've been getting some of that lately. Yeah. yeah. I I feel great about it. And like say you know, I um have been like letting Sam get her zoomies out in that yard. Uh, I'm shocked that she has zoomies. <laughs> she does now that she's been on her medication, her new medication for a while. <gasps> oh, she good. gets a little bit of zoomies, not very long. No, but that's good. But it's little, good. Tiny zoomies. Yeah. Um, and I'm very proud of her. Uh, yeah. So medication is working. It's great. Um, welcome to Femsplained. This is just a private phone call between Avalon and Diana that we allow you to listen to. I saw a tweet the other day that was like, please recommend podcasts to me, but I don't like ones that are just conversations. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Nope. Not going to recommend ours. Nope. <laughs> not the, not, we have to I don't know feel weird where, about that. where we're wanted. We have yep. to know where, where and we're And that wanted. is not, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to this conversation. <laughs> um, so the, what was the last episode? It Red was Wall. a Hallmark episode. Oh, and, and Redwall. I don't know yeah. what the fuck. 
homework the homework episode is up right now but it is patreon only which you can be a part of you're haunted enough haunt us on patreon (laughs) uh and and you can listen to that there but the last episode that's live now is the red wall episode um before we jump into a new topic though uh nerd culture nerd culture doing anything yeah I'm going to have to cherry pick this week because uh, I think that I have a lot of answers for this. That's fantastic. None of, them, none of them are like great, but just, you know, technically I have a lot of answers for this. I'm already um, really excited. <laughs> I got the Vox Machina Origins comics for Mother's Day. So like, yeah, I'm going to read that. Um, I haven't made it that far, though. And not that it's like spoilers, you know. But. Right, right. You've seen it. But still, it is it is fun to see it in a new format. I watch Mortal Kombat, which I feel like there's just nothing to say. I feel just like it's the most meh. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. But I mean, I I kind of, I haven't seen it yet, but my expectation of that is that it should just be action. Yeah, not really. Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, okay. I was like, oh, maybe it's meh because it's just an action movie. Yeah, there's not as much action as there definitely could have been, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, and I watched Jupiter's Legacy on Netflix, which is the number one trending series on Netflix right now. And I have not heard nary a whisper of it anywhere. Nothing. I don't know I anyone watching anything. it. I don't, I've never heard of it. I've never heard of it. No. So I, I think Netflix is lying about it being the most watched streamed thing right now. Is it good? <sighs> Okay. I enjoy it. I okay. enjoy it. Okay. Um, it is. I enjoy it. It to me feels like <laughs> X Men meets like the Watchmen film. Like to me, it has kind of like it, it's a comic booky thing, but reimagining superpowers in sort of a real world, and then it's got just like a little sprinkle of Lovecraft. Oh. So, like, to me, it's fun. I like superheroes. If you like superheroes, it's fun. Wait, hold on. We we turned on an episode of a show that Netflix suggested to us yesterday, and then we had to turn it off because it made us so mad. Is this the one with the really weird Christian dad superhero? Yeah. We had to shut it off. We got I so angry. <laughs> got I don't know what so to tell you. You're mad. the second person I've heard who has not made it past the first episode. <gasps> Oh, I'm so curious. That's called, it's called Jupiter's Rising? I think it's called Jupiter's Legacy. I believe Jupiter Rising and Jupiter Ascending are two other things that already exist. And so I can never remember the name. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I I don't think I can recommend it because no one else likes it. (laughs) But I thought it was fun. (laughs) I just like seeing superpowers happening. Yeah. 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 I do. I I like the superpowers thing. Um, Yeah. But yeah, that that part made me too mad. Honestly, like, What's happening here? no, I don't think anyone likes it. That's why I'm not saying it's good. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say Fair. I'll watch season two when it comes out promptly. OK, great. So good. That's nerd culture. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, for me, I'm very excited because Mass Effect, uh, um, you know, remastered came out. Oh shit, have you started? I started it on Ooh. Friday night. I'm going to play again later. I'm I have never played the Mass Effect series and it's been 
like a chip on my Twitch chat's yeah. shoulder because I am so obsessed with Dragon Age and they've been begging. Um, but like, just because it's the same company. It's not just because it's the same company because they do other games, mm -hmm. but it's it's that this is their only other series that's got like, it, that's a story-based RPG that has romance options, that has, you know, like it okay. does have like specific similarities it's you know to dragon age and how it was done um that i'm beginning to see and i think it's interesting because the first game i don't know what the other two are the other three are like um but the first game is a first person shooter and i don't play those but i'm very happy that the like the casual mode is genuinely a very casual mode, uh, which I did not like about The Witcher 3. Uh, it, the oh, casual Jesus. mode is not a casual mode, and it's a lie. It's a lie. I can't. I have tried three times to get past learning to fight in that game. No. <laughs> My brain can't map that many different buttons. It's That's absurd. why I don't do, like, melee games. Because yeah. I don't, I can't do combos. I can't keep track of it. And people keep telling me that the story is so good. And I'm like, well, if I could the find out. The story is just fucking some very hard fake looking tits. <laughs> 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 Colon the game. I just feel like the, the story is that there's a lot of fucking cutscenes with like really like dumbly drawn. Yeah. Boobs. Well, I'm, I, I'm glad to hear that. People keep telling me otherwise, but. Regardless, I'll never know because the f combat's unbearable and unbearable. casual mode's a lie. Yeah. Um, so I'm very happy that uh, if Mass Effect had to be a first-person shooter, uh, it gives me a real true casual mode that I can actually uh, stand to get through. Um, I'm really enjoying the characters so far. I'm enjoying how the story's being told so far. I'm still very new in the in the first game. But I am loving it. I'm actually really excited. I can tell that I like it because I never go over stream time like ever. Oh. I, I cut off at three hours. I played for four hours before I realized that I had gone over. Oh, cool. Um, and you don't mind that it's yeah. outer space? No. I mean, do I prefer fantasy? Yes. Yeah. But this is very much um, a fantasy sci-fi. You know, there's like right. there's like space magic and fantasy races and stuff like that so it's not you know it, it has that sci-fi fantasy space mesh. magic is really just the best of all worlds it is yeah I like. but you I know what i would not want i would not want space in my fantasy <gasps> whoa yeah i <laughs> i i i know that i'm having an absurd reaction to that but like I re I'm reacting to that as if I had smoked my entire yeah. face off, but I did not. I assure you, I don't know why that hit me so hard. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Wow. No, I agree. Is yeah. the point cool um, of that? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that was like welcome. really validating. It made me feel like I said something super smart. <laughs> but I did not. <laughs> it's just I've never I've never considered the opposite. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what that would look like. But uh, I yeah, know I, don't I mean, want it. cram an alien into Game of Thrones. I don't want it. Oh my god, I hate that. Yeah, 
Yeah, I hate the whole, whole concept of that. Yeah, but um, put some magic in space elves. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I do love that. Um, <laughs> well, fantastic. So so Mass Effect is, is um, one great thing that nerd culture has done for me lately. Um, I do want to say that I got to, like, do a little meshing of like two parts of my life recently and I'm only remembering this because I happen to be wearing the shirt right now but oh, yeah. uh, I did the game on to end lupus which I never did before weird I don't know why um I guess I just didn't really realize there was like a, a gaming crossover that was so big it turns out there's like a big lupus like streamer community um and i got to connect with some of them got to find out that some people that i already am connected with in the D and and tabletop rpg verse are also people with lupus uh mm. so i got to connect with a couple of people there and we did a, a fundraiser um that was absolutely spectacular we played two really silly games uh, roll for shoes and we played um um up, 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 up. ladies and feelings thank you thank yes you. um and i got to play with almost all of the people i played with were people i haven't played with before including marty who joined for for mm. lasers and feelings which was great it was That's awesome cute. and so after that uh we haven't started it yet but we just signed up for an improv class together <gasps> so cute so that we could have more more improv fun because uh, we had such a great time so i feel like my cup filleth um nice. yeah yeah i love it thank you um so uh, oh and pokemon snap oh yeah pokemon snap yeah. yeah i've been playing a lot of that i haven't but i i'm i'm watching people play it and it's very relaxing to watch it is really relaxing it's a good like bring your switch over and lay in bed game oh, yeah i want to do that yeah okay good um so yeah all right i want to talk about my topic so let's get a man in here damn to, to I know I'm really excited to chat about it. Um, let's get a man in here to mansplain it first. Putting one minute on the man watch and go. Black Sails. Yes, the pirate show from 2014 that appeared on Stars, a channel you probably only have access to if you forgot to cancel your free trial on Amazon Prime. I was puzzled when I was informed that this is what I would need to mansplain. There's not much to mansplain. It's, it's a four-season show about pirates. It came out at a time where high-budget historical epics were in vogue in television, and apparently Diana really liked it. You know what I think this is really about? Black Sails is technically a prequel to Treasure Island, the novel by Robert Louis Stevenson. And I have a feeling that this is just a backdoor way of Diana and Avalon talking about Muppet Treasure Island, which in turn gives them a chance to completely change topics to casting a fictional Muppet movie or recasting a Muppet movie they think is fictional that actually existed. Either way, I think we're getting Muppets. And that's your Mansplain Minute. 
So I don't know if I've talked about this on here at all. I think maybe I must have talked about it in a, in a, in a nerd culture or something or other or whatever, but I, I we've never done an episode about it. Um, but it's black sales is what I want to talk about. I don't think we've ever talked about it. You and I have talked about it. Right. But I don't think it's come up on the podcast. Oh, okay. I love this. Yeah, I'm really excited. Great idea. Uh, absolutely stunning. So somebody on Twitter reminded me and asked me why we haven't done an episode about it. Uh, and I was like, oh, I have no idea why I've not ever done an episode about this. Yeah. Um, so in, if you haven't seen it, Black Sails uh, is a show. It's no longer on. Um, it is a prequel to Treasure Island, that story. Oh, I didn't um, know that. And a mixture of like his some historical fiction. So hmm. there are some figures and and happenings that are based in real history uh, and some that is obviously very fabricated. Um, it is pirates. Um, it is awesome. And the reason that I want to talk about it, I think the most is that I can't think, you, you know, you're very familiar, I'm sure, with television shows um, engaging in queer baiting. Yeah. Like, what, what? I don't, I don't know that I am that familiar with it. Okay. Sometimes I don't realize it until it's pointed out to me. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, all right. So so if we were to describe queer baiting as as a show hinting at or, or flirting with the idea of of two characters um, of the same gender being in a relationship or having feelings for each other. And then either kind of never revealing that or never leaning into it or leaning into it immediately before killing one of those characters mm, okay. and never actually allowing it to be on TV. Um, I think that media knows that the gays have so little that they will flock yes, to any show that that ha has any crumbs of... Uh, that might be my problem, is that I might just be satisfied with crumbs. Yeah, yeah. And I, then, like, I think once it's, it's headcanon for me, it's just real. It's so real. if it never is shown, <laughs> then it's fine, because I know that it happened. Yep, yep. Yeah. Exactly. I can, I can absolutely relate to that. Well, this show is the only example that I can think of of straight baiting. Hmm. And it's done... Absolutely brilliantly because you have this show. So it, Black Sails is the the story of um, Captain Flint uh, and Long John Silver primarily and their interaction with the treasure that is the main point of contention in Treasure Island, which is this big, big cache of, of Urca gold um, <laughs> that in Treasure Island had been hidden by Captain Flint before he died and Long John Silver is the only person who knows the location of the Erka Gold and Black Sails is the story of how we get there why Long John Silver knows this uh why it was hidden and gives some backstory as to why uh, Captain Flint is gone mm -hmm. uh, um and Captain Flint's character is this angry like violent mask guy he's kind of like um 
he's such a badass pirate um and he has this like he he's got a like really fierce intensity as a character throughout the entire show um when we meet him he's not definitely not presented to us as a bad guy by me, by any means but definitely more of like an anti-hero he's a very like aggressive person um and he'll take aggressive action to get like what his goal is um and what that is we're we're not really sure um and some things like we see him have this relationship with this woman um that is a little bit odd we see them i think in one scene um having a intimate relationship together but it doesn't seem very it doesn't seem very loving but their relationship outside of that bedroom seems very loving and caring like they seem to be very mm. deeply connected um and She's very clearly presented as a very important person to him. Um, and and two and a half seasons of this show go by before they reveal that their relationship was a beard. Like, mm. and that her ex, her former husband, who was uh, taken away, essentially, mm. uh, and him, Captain Flint, were in love. And, oh. Yeah. So um, so they have this very special relationship and do have, like, a deep love for each other, but are basically uh, keeping up appearances to ensure that what happened to her former husband does not happen to him now uh, because he was taken was, away by the he government. He was taken away by the government because of... Yes. The homosexuality. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what we for two years understand that this is a pirate who we learn about the fact that he used to be a part of the actual Royal Navy, that he was not like someone who was like all the other pirates we meet throughout the show are, are people who were born on this island that was basically abandoned by the government and took it upon themselves to like find any means necessary to make life mm. happen, right? So that's why they take to the seas and, and rob naval ships. Hmm. He's different. He came from like a wealthy status, came from, uh, you know, the British Navy. And this event, the the government taking away the man that he loves is what turns him into mm. a a man with a vengeance against that government. Hmm. So he has this, like, all of a sudden we it puts into place all of these things. Like, he, at times, to get revenge against a British ship, will put, like, pirate lives in danger and, like, put the island in danger and things like that. And it mm -hmm. kind of puts into place that his revenge plot is above anything else. Sure. Um, and it's, it's an incredible reveal uh of a moment and uh shook up the show there had been other queer people involved in the show there's another queer relationship um like from the get-go with Anne bonnie and um and uh who is a, one of the like historical figures that's that's represented there um and in her plot like which is revealed very early on it's 
it, it, there's no real reveal. It's kind of like she's coming out live on the show. Like she's married to a man at the beginning uh, and then meets this woman who is a uh, a sex worker in a brothel and has sort of like an encounter with her and that develops into something more and then she like literally comes out to her husband and tells him that she she can't be his wife anymore um so that one is just like a little bit more of a like transparent um from the beginning but Hmm. the flint thing is a big reveal especially because of how i think how like like stereotypically like cis heteronormative this this like manly violent pirate is Mm -hmm. uh that it it comes as as such a um a kind of uh, like shocking reveal but all but more so in that it subverts what you expected of him yeah yeah yeah, that's what i'm gonna say um so awesome incredible i could i could just talk about just that all day but also like it's such it's just such a good show too there's like um such a great balance between something that i you know i that can really put me off to a show is if the like politicking of the show like the the politics is is so convoluted and complicated that like you can't follow it like game of thrones sometimes i was gonna yeah the games of thrones of it all yeah 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 um but i mean they really do a good job at at touching on the like politics of this universe making it really clear spending enough time on it um while also like keeping the drama high and like the stakes high and all of that uh the show is also really transparently critical of like colonialism that was happening and and like very critical of um Britain which is like it's interesting because I mean if you're gonna make pirates the protagonist of your show you have to put them into context and this and this did that really well like it it basically um I don't think it sanitized them it did it did also show them at times as villains Mm -hmm. but not as a monolith more as a these are a people who had uh, been kind of abandoned by their government um, and chose to, to like take that into their own hands which is a, mm-hmm. an interesting concept um, so yeah it's super gay which is awesome uh, it's it, it, it's it's you know critical of these colonialist ideas which is also awesome and also um, you know it's just it's just exciting. It's very exciting. And like, I don't know. There's lots of great combat. It, it was a star show. So it it does have like big budget stuff too. So there's a oh, lot cool. of like really great um, fight scenes and, and scenes at sea and things like that. Um, Stars is tough because like they don't carry enough shows to warrant a subscription subscribing. But don't worry. It's on Hulu. It's oh, <laughs> great. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. And, oh, God, what else do I want to say about the show? So, um, 
So I want, I, I actually am disappointed because they really, I, and Bonnie, I believe in real life, did become married to, to a woman, I think, um, later in life. And at the end of this series, they introduce the person that in real life would have been her partner. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell where they were going to go with it. And I, I would like to have seen Aww. it. It seems like she was either in disguise as a male pirate when she walked onto the ship mm. or something like that. Um, but all we get is an introduction and then, and then the show Oh, and ends. the show was canceled? Does it um, end or was it? It ends. It ends oh. very, very solidly. They tie oh, good, all. Yeah, good. it's five seasons long, but we don't get okay. an end to Anne Bonnie's story. Okay. Um, but it doesn't feel like you were robbed of a no, conclusion. See, okay. With them. So Anne Bonnie's story is one that I really like. Um, obviously, I don't know how much of this has anything to do with her real life. Um, is she? Okay. So I watch. I've, I've seen only the first episode of this show. Is she in the first episode? I'm sure of it. Is yeah. she kind of like rough? She's rough looking with okay. long red yeah. hair and she looks a little squirrely like she's like. Yeah, she's yeah. a little like roguish. Yes, very okay. much so. Okay. Because uh, she, that actress is in another show I like and I had a hard time seeing her in this role. Oh, I'm sure I would have gotten used to it, but just in the first episode. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. So she has this interesting like storyline in the show where she is a. Um, her and her husband, um, Captain Jack Rackham, who is a great character. I love him. He's very like, um, he takes sort of like the comic relief, uh, uh, part, like portion of the show. Um, but he, he becomes like a, an underdog in this world of pirates. You like always want him to, to succeed and he's never succeeding. It's great. <laughs> um, so apparently the story goes that when, they were both young, like I think when she was a teenager um, and I don't know. I don't know what the ages are supposed to be, but he, they look the same age in the show. So I'm mm. guessing he was also a teenager. Uh, she was being accosted by some men in a bar as a young person. And he stood up for her and defended her. And they became like very close after that and grew up and and got married. And, and in adulthood, she meets this woman and realizes that she's this is not she's for gay. her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this they, is not for her. <laughs> yeah. But they stay partners in uh -huh. in 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 every other sense uh, as she, you know, moves on to to the wonders of being gay. Um, I do know that in her real story and Bonnie is quoted to have said the most badass thing I've ever heard, uh, which is when her and Captain Jack had finally gotten literally on the end of a rope and were about to be hung. Uh, she said to him right before they were hanged, uh, if you'd have um, fought out there like a man, we wouldn't be about to hang here like dogs. <laughs> and I just think it's so like, I mean, I mean, if you're gonna have the last word. Yeah, damn. <laughs> in like a decades long relationship. Yeah, it's really that's a really brutal one. Um, yeah, that's some rough energy. Yeah. Uh, but. Um, but basically, so so 
I mean, there are a lot of great, there are also a lot of great dynamic uh, female characters here, like women as pirates, women as like politicians, women as business owners, and they're portrayed in different ways. Like you get kind of, one story is of like the brothel, the brothel worker who uses like her skills as a sex worker her her interpersonal skills you know manipulation and 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 charisma and stuff to like have control over this island from a from a stature that is not really recognized and then you have this woman who's like a you know has a connections to a rich wealthy british family who has like power from money on this island um but is kind of o- only allowed to keep it because she she plays ball with the pirates and doesn't like restrict mm. their movement um and then you have like you get shown to these like wealthy british women eventually that we when we when the camera like goes over to uh, the mainland and you find like these scenes with these like, uh, you know, aristocratic women who are just manipulating their husbands into doing like the political moves that they want. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, and then you have, uh, uh, you know, actual like pirate women and stuff. So there's like, a, there's like a lot of these different, interesting perspectives of um of of like women in different uh in different spaces in this really weirdly chaotic a like i how do i want to say this like chaotically portrayed time period um that i don't even know if there's anything historically accurate about any of it but it's definitely like a, a kind of um fun perspective to to look at um yeah and uh i don't know it's such a fun show it's so good so how big of like a main cast are we talking like who are who are the main characters right so you have you have there there are like different groups and they all like like follow different plot lines along i like that the along the show and then at times will intersect with each other so you have captain flint's crew which uh involves um billy bones is a big part of that hmm. um who is a character that <laughs> that from my only real recollection of Treasure Island, which is yeah. Muppet, Treasure Muppet Treasure Island, Island yes. is the person that delivers the the map. Yes, uh, and and honestly, that, the and fact that dies. we've made it half an hour without talking about Muppet I Treasure know, Island, I know it's hard. It's really hard for me because also, like while watching the show, so Billy Bones in it is in this is played by the guy who um, is dressed so absurdly in the Umbrella Academy that I think I think. They need to retcon it immediately. The Which, guy who's like big, and so he's just like got oh. a giant like like suit on and has the same normal sized human head. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so it's played by him. He's very like handsome and muscular or whatever. But every time he comes on screen, I have to say Billy Bones. 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's so. been happening in my head every time you say his name. <laughs> so, um, so that's the thing. I'm glad we addressed it. So, so Captain Flint, Captain Flint, Billy Bones, Long John Silver are, are, are the main, uh, part of Captain Flint's crew. Uh, there's other, uh, uh, there's a guy named Gates. I don't really know if he's part of, uh, Treasure Island. Um, but so that there's that crew. Um, then there's like the mainland and we have Eleanor Guthrie. She's like the aristocratic woman who has a lot of money and like runs the island in the eyes of England. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have her. We have Max, who is the like the person running the brothel. Um, and and. I would say like part of that crew is also um, Charles Vane, who is a pirate also, but he's, um, in, it, I guess towards the beginning of the show, he's a, he's a personal villain of Eleanor Guthrie, this rich lady. Mm. They had a relationship. He's like pure evil and um, maybe not so. It's very complicated. Uh, but in the eyes of England, for sure, he's a he's a supervillain, um, and it's very scandalous that they had this relationship and they have like a personal feud. And then the other group is Anne Bonny, Captain Jack Rackham, and also Max, the brothel owner. They have this triad, not mm. only in that they're having like a, a kind of love triangle thing happen, but also in that they partner together. Uh, to get the Urca gold for themselves. And that's how it comes into like the picture in the first place is because of a scheme that they have to get themselves rich and get the fuck out of the out of Dodge, mm-hmm. um, which obviously does not happen uh, for them. Um, let's see. And so these like three, I guess those are like the three main groups. There are lots of other like recurring side characters but they all come together at certain points for these big like apex moments of the show that seems like a big enough sort of ensemble cast to enjoy following different people but like not so big that it gets game of thronesy and convoluted like you mentioned right i I mean in every episode there's room for every for for each part of this like to 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 continue um it's very it's very engaging it's very intriguing and i know i've said it before but it's very gay uh and great well yeah, i mean you led all... with that and that might not be its prominent feature but it certainly is the biggest selling point <laughs> yes <laughs> for me <laughs> yes um and uh also i mean it just has to be mentioned that it's got a great opening song Oh. Great opening song that introduced myself and probably many other people to the existence of the hurdy gurdy. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah. When you said it was good, I didn't expect you to then say there was a hurdy gurdy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's. I I've since learned that hurdy gurdies don't often sound very good. No, but in this case, they do. Oh, good. <laughs> it sounds right. It's I, it's being used, I think, for its intended purpose. Now you have cosplayed this yeah um so kind of i did i i will say that i did a little bit of an Anne bonnie inspired cosplay 
But what that means is that I dressed up like a pirate wearing nothing similar to what Anne Bonnie <laughs> wore, but I did wear a red wig that's the same color as her hair. Nice. <laughs> I think that counts. Uh, yeah, but I would love to do a Captain Jack Rackham uh, uh, costume. Okay. He, yeah. Is his style unique? His style is very unique. He's got he's got gay pirate energy, mm. um, very much so. Even though he is not, but that's okay. The show has a lot of gay representation. We don't sure will allow it. Um, but yeah. Okay. I so I watched the first episode, and it I, I don't remember having any opinion of it, good or bad, because I had just gotten home from an international flight. Oh, God. Yeah, and I don't yeah. know why that was what I decided to watch it, but I was just delusionally no. tired. Yeah. And I think I fell asleep somewhere in it. So I have these like flickers it, the show of it. is good, but it's not high energy enough to watch when you're tired. It, it does yeah. have like a little bit. It was a, a little low energy. Yeah. yeah. And I think I had every intention of revisiting it and just totally forgot that it existed. Oh, gosh, I, I, it, 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 I can't recommend it enough, honestly. Yeah. Well, and we, I, yeah. we were starting to watch it because um, we had, we were doing the first pirate LARP that we had done. Oh. And I think it was like inspo or costume inspo, whatever, you know, research. Oh my God. So much good. Yeah. Costume work to pull from. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I should go back and revisit it. I really, I really would recommend it. It's so yeah. great. Um, and I know I've given you a lot of spoilers already, but I promise oh. there's a lot I haven't spoiled. I don't, I think you've only spoiled a couple of people's sexuality. Okay. <laughs> I think that's all. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, cool. So is, is piracy or pirating as sort of a, a setting, something that you're drawn to? Or is it just that you really liked this particular show? So I think it's a cool concept. Like, you know, I I don't, I think it's a little trendy to, to make fun of the, um, you know, the, the, the big pirate movie. Of what the is? Caribbean. Yeah. The Pirates of the Caribbean. But I, 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 I enjoyed that. That first I, movie I had kicked a, ass. Yeah. I had a, a delightful romp yeah. uh, through that. Um, However, I appreciate this for for um, taking that setting, that kind of setting, and being a a lot more. Um, I guess it, it it has like all of the energy of being at a like being immersed in a Ren fair, but everything's real. Mm -hmm. uh, so it has that energy and. I think I, I can't really think of any great like pirate setting things that I've enjoyed that aren't this. Um, so I don't know if it's actually like a thing I normally would go for. Um, Do you feel like it as a component in Neverland is kind of a thing? I do, actually. I do yeah. think of of pirates in Neverland. So uh, as as a, a concept, although you know, in Neverland too, pi you know, pirates are a little bit, they're silly, you know, they are silly. it's, it's yeah. silly and it's haha. Uh, and it's a game it's and stuff. It's silly and it's haha. And it's haha. Um, 
in the same way that kind of like Pirates of the Caribbean can be too. Like like those yeah. the pirates are a little bit silly. It's silly and spoopy. Spoopy. It's spoopy. Yeah. But uh, in this case, you know, the silliness is is not so much like laugh out loud or hijinksy. Um, the silliness really comes from, um, you know, char- like characters being intentionally funny, which is nice, but also in like the the like kind of chagrined failures of all of, yeah. of all of these characters um, along this journey. Uh, and it, it's, uh, I think, one thing that I really love about it is that it's. It, it can be a very funny show and it can be a very like high action show, but it takes time to indulge in genuine moments when they need to happen, which is like my big pet peeve about any kind of media uh, talking about the fucking Marvel Cinematic Universe and its complete inability to be genuine for even one whole minute. Um but yeah, I, I I I really like that in particular. I like I think pretty much any period drama. Really, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Then you'll like this. I mean, the yeah. costume works awesome. Right. The language is great. the The melding of the historical um, facts and the fiction really seamless. Like it feels like you could be, if somebody told me that this was all true, I'd believe them. Um, you know, it's, it's done that, (laughs) that way. Um, and, and I'm waiting for someone to tell me that. Yeah. I I would hope if there's some kind of a Facebook image that pops up that lets you know that this is real, that's really all you need. (laughs) That's it. I need that. Excellent. I'm excited to watch it. Uh, so given that it is a pirate, series and given that it is on um, an extended cable network where would you put it at with content warnings oh okay good question so for sure there's content warnings for all sorts of uh all sorts of violence um you know it's it does not shy away from that for sure there's some some certainly gory fight scenes there's some gory torture scenes there is a scene in which a man is actually kill uh uh kill called kill hall yeah kill hall wow i thought you were just mispronouncing the word killed no kill healed i don't know what that means (laughs) a kill hauling was a and uh, trigger warning i'm going to describe something really violent really horribly violent um was i think a real method used by pirates to get information from someone or to just kill them really violently if they had betrayed you. Um, And this is done to a prominent pirate character. Uh, Basically, they tie you to a rope on, uh, on a pulley system and drag you underneath the ship. So your body goes across the bottom of the ship and is torn apart by all of the, you know, barnacles and things that are attached to the bottom of the ship. It's it's really horrible. And they do that scene and it is extremely graphic. That seems like a needlessly complicated way to kill someone. It's horrific, but apparently it was something that was done. 
Uh, just the like the pulleys yeah. alone, like just it just seems like like it takes setup. Like it would take a lot of setup. Yeah, like somebody had to se- to set that up. Probably hmm. took hours. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very interesting thing. So there is a graphic scene where that is done, uh, sometime during the show. There is not depicted, but referenced sexual assault. Can I tell you that I'm shocked that it's not depicted? Um. Yeah. No. For a I, fucking I'm, for a, any show, show yeah. that's on any of those kinds of networks, I'm shocked. Yeah. yeah. No. It is. It is talked about, referenced, and it is. It is fade to black, or not necessarily yeah. fade to black, but we we seen transition before. Um. Uh. It. Yeah. Happens. Um. Another period drama on stars that I talked about briefly in a homework or a, in a what is nerd culture done for you is that outlander show and i haven't seen that the essay is like as a plot Super device graphic. and on screen is rough yeah yeah um yeah i uh i i don't ever love it when it's included as a plot device i guess the only reason i'm giving this one a uh, i'm not gonna say i still don't love that they included it but uh, it is not used for the purposes of a uh, m- man to save anybody. Uh, it okay. is it is it is used actually to further the romantic relationship between two women, uh, I, or I guess as the as the not as the reason for their relationship, but a woman intervening is how their relationship begins honestly Uh, for upper cable channel period film or drama um yeah for it to also be pirates i i am shocked yeah and for it to have as you've mentioned repeatedly sex workers none of which should mean necessarily that these things occur but i would say that my expectations from yes the media is that those would all be like opportunities for them to insert yes. any kind of violence against women, let alone sexual violence. So. Yes. And I will also say, so I'm very sensitive to the trope of the um, expendable uh, sex worker, yeah. the, the sex workers that uh, are killed like mm-hmm. needlessly. Um, and although there's, violence that occurs in pretty much every setting in the show, including the brothel, there is not one like, like quote unquote dead, dead hooker trope that is, is used in this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So that is, that is definitely something that I was expecting to see. Yeah. And didn't see. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, and uh, you know, and I think, while like violence against sex workers is a very real thing, I think that this show focuses more on the fact that they were like the pirates, a financially disenfranchised group that found mm-hmm. ways around their disenfranchisement. Yes. And I think that's basically, that's the point of the show is that all of these groups are, are engaging in whatever they're engaging in to, to survive while not, you know, being given any tools to survive. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So yeah, love and appreciated that. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. 
Okay, so if you had a magic wand, would you like one more season or do you feel like it's clean? It's and you don't so, know if one more season is going to be bad or not. It's a real gamble. It's so they did such a good job of ending it. And really, as much as I think I would love not a sequel, but I would love a spinoff of just Captain Jack mm. Rackham and Anne Bonnie's career as pirates. The show ends with them going off on their own, leaving this island that they kind of built together mm -hmm. um, and and going off on their own. And I think I would love to see more of that journey, especially because they are they, like she's a character that we do have some knowledge about. We yeah. Could, we, you know, we could really have um, some more of that. But the rest of the character storylines are really neatly wrapped up. And of course, they're so tied to the start of the next story, which is Treasure Island, mm -hmm. that I think I would actually love a reimagining by the same showrunners of Treasure, of Treasure Island. Island. Yeah. That'd be I cool. Think, yeah, I think that would be excellent. Um, and uh, yeah, I would definitely watch that. But not okay. a direct sequel of the show, no. So if you... If this island and all the characters were real and this is a fan fiction and you get to be a self-insert, what what kind of character would you be? What kind of role or job or whatever would you have? Oh. Okay. You can't replace any of the current characters. So. No, and I would never. They're all perfect. But I, <laughs> but I, would, I would love to work. I would work in – I really would. I would love to work in the brothel. The piracy <laughs> thing – on this show, as depicted on this show, much more dangerous than being a sex worker. Sure, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, very In theory, dangerous. being a sex worker should be the least dangerous. Yeah. Of all the things. Of all the things. Uh, and also, I just, I also would not want to be like, like involved in this, like that rich woman and her, like her politicking, way too underhanded, way too like, you know, like scummy and crass and whatever and like i just feel like the sex workers on the island uh had the had the right balance of of kind of running the show but not taking too much responsibility for for the island's well-being as well would you want to be like a madam or just one of the workers um, uh, I feel like I, you know, like maybe when I'm older, but like, let okay, me, you're, yeah, let, you, you let gotta me, get there, you know, do my thing for a while. Okay. Uh, you know, when I'm older though, for sure, I'll definitely, I'll definitely protect the, you know, the next generation of, of working folk. Um, but yeah, I also like, I'm, I don't like the ocean, not a big fan of oh. water. So I think once I arrive on land, I'm staying on land, mm -hmm. um, you know, and uh, and that would be that would be it for me. Do you have an aesthetic? Because I feel like in period films and maybe it's just because clothes were really expensive, but I feel like sex workers usually have like each person who works there has like their color or like the, yeah. their thing. And I'm gonna, I love I'm gonna that. I'm going to let you on to something. The kind of outfits have changed, but strip clubs are no different. <gasps> really? You, if, if you are the girl who wears the string bikinis, if you are the girl who wears full full length 
uh, uh, gown bikinis, mm. no one else you can't touch that can do it, and you have yeah. to learn that very quickly. Is that like if if especially with like certain like louder styles? Like uh, obviously yeah. there are some very generic like cheap cheap bikinis that everyone wears, but like if there's yeah. a girl that always wears a mesh top over hers, like that's her thing. That. I've run into that in burlesque a little bit, but it's, it's always kind of an unspoken awkwardness. Yeah. It tends to be more with songs in burlesque. If it's like, we live in the same town, we never perform in the same venue and it's never on the same day. But just so you know, I did a number to Little Red Corvette by Prince. I need to not hear that you also did that. And if you do, like, no one's going to say anything, but it's going to be a little bit like... Maybe do you think she saw that number and that's why she decided to do it also? Like, oh, that's interesting because we yeah. have the, the, there's a song thing is still a thing in strip clubs too, but it's only if you're both on the same night. Yeah, oh. if it's, and it's it's all just so that no one potentially is taking yeah. money out of your pocket. Right. It, it has it 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 has nothing, and that's the same with the costume thing too. Is that it's dark and men are stupid. And if they see two girls oh, wearing yeah. a string bikini and they liked your stage set and we're going to buy a dance for you. And then the other string bikini girl walks oh, up and yeah. he doesn't have the brains or is too drunk or whatever to tell the difference. Like he's, he, he might just buy a dance from the wrong girl and, and we'll never know, but we will be mad about it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's very funny. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, even like sometimes I don't know how many people that I know in real life listen to this. So I'm being very hesitant. But like there are certain colors that people get a little funny about. Sure. Yeah. Thousand yeah. percent. Yeah. Um, colors, uh, uh, lighting choices too. If you work at a club that allows oh, the yeah. girls to pick their lighting, that's another thing too. Interesting. Um, and, you know, I, I, I never, I never got attached to the song thing, uh, for, for like stage sets and stuff. But I think because for me, I, I never mind. I just really want every girl to pick good music because if it's on when you're not on, it yeah. means that you have to be giving private dances to it and people pick and oh. you're not in control of that music. That's so worse yeah so yeah. like you're not in control of that music so if as long as girls are picking good music while you're not on you just get to you're vibe fine. and yeah. have, you have good music to groove to and that's gonna that's gonna like affect your your money way more than a stage show so yeah well unfortunately in this brothel it's just all hurdy-gurdy all the time it's just all hurdy-gurdy <laughs> One hurdy gurdy cranking away, <laughs> cranking away badly. <laughs> but really, what's your what's the thing that you will fight the other sex workers if you see them um, wearing or doing? Uh, like like, um, coins and chains and stuff that ch- chingles and changles. Oh, okay. Yeah, like stuff around my bustle that's always going. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. That's 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 what I'm going with. All right. I love that. <laughs> I want to be very loud jingly, and noisy, and jingly. Yeah. <laughs> Are they? Is your name sort of connected to that? 
like a really drunk guy comes in and he's like, I want jangles. Jangle, jangle. <laughs> jangles. I'll, I'll wait. I'll I wait wanna, for I jangles. I don't want to be with anybody but jangles. That's what my name will be. Yes. Cool. Yeah. It's perfect. Spot on. There was, can I just tell you this really? Yes, please. Completely unconnected story. Yes. You know that I went by Charlie for, for yes. in the majority of places. Which I love. Yes. Loved that. Um, and I did choose it because it was an androgynous name and because mm-hmm. I was performing femininity at the highest level that you could. And it made me feel better about that. Yeah. Um, I love that thing you just said. But there, <laughs> but there was this one guy who never uh, wanted to dance with me because his name was also Charlie. Hilarious. Uh, yes. Hilarious. And we had a little shtick where when he would come in, he would say, Charles. And I would say, Charles. <laughs> and we would clink glasses and he would move on. But it was a very, it was a very I wish you had gotten little. married. <laughs> He was 60, so probably not. Whatever. But I just think it was a nice little... Uh, I love that. Yeah. yeah playful little <laughs> little rapport we built up. Oh, Charles, if you're listening. Charles. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you're well. <laughs> yeah, I do hope you're well, Charles. Uh, <laughs> where All would right. you be? Would you be a pirate? Well, I, I haven't watched it, so mm-hmm. it's hard, yeah, to, it's hard say. to say. Um, I could, there's an appeal for me in all three of the settings that you described, but you know, I think I'm going to go brothel too. Yeah. yeah. I can see you as a pirate, but maybe it's just because you have red hair and you remind me of the, the lady pirate. On cool. The show. I'll take it. I think that I, there are times in my life that I'd like to say pirate, but right now brothel sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I like, the, I like sort of financial, somewhat independence in terms yeah. of, you know, being a woman at the time, it seems like maybe you're afforded like a little bit more. Yeah. Sass. Yeah. I mean, it, it <laughs> definitely in a, in accordance with the, how this show portrays. It, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm sure it would depend on a lot of details, but uh, the way you're describing it. And yeah, so I'm going to say brothel. Great. Awesome. And I'm going to be weird about other people having red hair. <laughs> Yes. In fact, I'm going to be weird about a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm going to be weird. Tall. I'm going to be weird about. I almost just said anyone being tall. Yeah. I'm going to be weird about anyone having red hair. I'm going to be weird about if I have an outfit I particularly <laughs> like. I'm going to be weird about anything similar. <laughs> yeah. I love that your first two things that you're going to be defensive over are things that are not under anyone's control. Yeah. <laughs> it's not not yeah. a choice. Um I am defensive that. about those things in real life in burlesque. I I I know. <laughs> and I have a problem. <laughs> I know. I know. But you're you're getting through it. It's so good. I am getting through it. I am getting through it. Somebody in town who I have never performed with dyed their hair red and I was weird about it and I was embarrassed because I knew that that's so embarrassing but I did I felt it in my gut I was like "Mm." hey back off yeah (laughs) well if you didn't really say anything and you just had oh no no it's just in my heart no I'm not I'm not completely 
yeah. off the rails. Um, but the fact that I feel it in my heart, I know is a problem. <laughs> I think, I think you can't, you know, you can't, you can't help that. Those feelings, yeah. they come and you just gotta acknowledge them. But I think that I have a very nice, like pale pink outfit. In burlesque or in in the brothel in fantasy brothel in the brothel okay. i think it's a pale pink which is not pale very pink. me but that's just what i'm seeing for myself i like and that. i you know no one else has no that one else. yeah yeah <laughs> and if they do something might happen to it i think i also want to be like the one that i in addition to being loud and jangly yeah i want to be the one that's like a little bit of a mess like i always want mm. too much of my slip to be showing Okay. And like other things that in that time period would be considered yeah. being messy. I just want to be like a little bit of a disaster. I want to be super, super dommy, but in pale pink. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Perfect. Yeah. And like but really, great. really shitty to customers. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a yeah. whole thing. Yeah. yeah they, they like that. Great. There's also I, one thing I appreciate about the show is occasionally the the uh, the workers in the brothel will um, mention like a fetishy thing that a man has paid for. Mm -hmm. And it's it's very much relatable to how at least at least in the strip club environment, how we would talk and like come up with code words for and like names for weirdly specific things that oh, I love that. Yeah. Can you tell so, me some? So what is uh uh so what did there's one in particular that I'm thinking of that they mention and they use it as like a gotcha uh to catch a, a sex worker who's stealing money from the from the business. Mm. Um and they say this one guy likes like just be like held, I think, while he like pretends to breastfeed or whatever for Great. like Hate for it. like an hour or whatever. And then they 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 nicknamed it mothering. Mm. <laughs> like even like even though it's probably just this one guy that could I was going to say, like, you God, know, if that right, came up that like, often. Yeah. But like but it is a thing that like you come up with nicknames for weirdly specific well i want things. one from your experience oh my god okay and i don't want it to be mothering it's not <laughs> that's you know what the, the thing is like there i've known like girls who would get requests like that and would do it even though you're not supposed to uh because you know the rules don't matter um and and stuff but I think, you know what is interesting is that I never got a lot of them. Like other other girls mm. did, but I always, I was always a target for, um, for just, for just girlfriend experience guys. Mm. It was, I was just heavily targeted for, for that. Um, which is great because I got to, you know, just pretend I was interested in yachts a lot. Mm. Um, I thought you were going to say Yahtzee. No, <laughs> just like be like, I love hearing about. Because to me, like that's a girlfriend ex experience is like playing Yahtzee. <laughs> um. Oh. 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 Uh. Um. So there's um, nicknaming therapy when 
this is a real one. We, we used to call it therapy at one club. Um, there, this is another thing too, where like, there's never, um, like pole hobbyism has sort of Mm -hmm. coined names for moves that Mm -hmm. never really would have names because each club environment has different, you know, names for all of the tricks that, that get invented. Um, so, but the same applies to, to these sorts of things. So, so therapy to, in our club was when, um, a guy would, uh, pay for his girlfriend to have a private dance with you. Mm. Um, and you take her in because like, she will always act like she's super, super into it, even through like the beginning of the session. And, like clockwork halfway through she tells you her real feelings on this whole thing and you have to do therapy <laughs> so you have oh to, no yeah uh uh it's very, yeah it's because because like guys think that by buying her a dance like he's making her feel better about being here or whatever and it's just it's fascinating sense. yeah it's so it's so it's such a weird thing that it's happened so many times yeah but therapy I got that one a lot I find um I've only been to strip clubs in Oregon Mm. I never went in New York and uh, it's full nudity here yeah and I just feel like that's different it is I uh one the first place I worked was 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 full full and can you drink in in full yeah yeah see you can't in new york so the full had a different energy the money was way better i bet um i don't think the the money's better here because they're all like that right you know so even like really divey ones are like that yeah, well, this was yeah. that place was a dive. Oh, all right, fair. <laughs> it, was, it was definitely a dive. Um, and it was just, it did have, like, you had to, like, because nobody would not drink. You just had to have sneaky energy. So the uh-huh. whole vibe of the place was sneaky. Weird, you yeah. Know, like, everybody, like, all of the customers had a flask in their pocket. Like, all of the girls had a locker full of <laughs> full of hidden booze. You know, like, it's it, it just feels like prohibition-y. Like, yeah. You have to, like, well, that's <laughs> But, like, you're naked. So, like, right. it's, like it's at yeah. odds with the prohibition vibe. <laughs> yeah. I just found it to be, like, um boring it's a little bit yeah it's quiet it was quiet and boring and I kind of felt like because like it was all out there we there was nothing fun or performative happening it was really just like here's my stuff yeah it wasn't like I'm dancing it wasn't like ooh, boob mm -hmm. teasing it was just like literally you came here for my vulva and here it is and here it is and the the, so so one thing I didn't I I think we had a lot of fun with our performances um it was definitely i i i think we did but it was funny in that like customers would get mad if they felt like they were cheated out of time of full nudity so like there was like a time limit it was like all right you've got a two minute song or you've got two two minute songs in your set and but by the end of the first song, mm. you have to be there. Okay. 
uh, other like and <laughs> and it does it does feel like a little bit formulaic you have to be like you, interesting you, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. huh but it is everybody's very quiet yeah because I just thought it would be a more like I thought it would be like TV where it's just like very bass heavy kind of like just like sexy yeah not the, like, like the booty trend. clubs yeah yeah are, are I were like that for me yeah um but but this place was very quiet and yeah. very but I, also it was a dive yeah so fair. you know I, yeah I it's know. not like I went to the nicest ones I've been also, to a few also I worked a lot of day shifts I, I oh. rarely work night shifts and day shifts are very quiet and weird I would think so yeah and that's probably why I would imagine you get to know people because I feel like the people who are there the people yeah. who are there yeah yes all right well thank you for fem explaining strip clubs <laughs> You're welcome. I mean, this is what I always just want to talk about. I know, but I really watch Black Sales. Oh, do It'll... an FMK, or unless you want to do it as a homework. Oh yeah, uh, fuck Mary Kill. So I'm gonna give it to myself, and I will choose for myself also the the women of the island, which is Anne Bonnie, Eleanor Guthrie, and Max. Um, and that is, I will kill Eleanor Guthrie proudly, happily. Get the fuck out of here immediately. Uh, I will fuck Anne Bonnie because oh. as much as I really love her, I don't want to be a pirate, so I can't okay. go with her. Um, and I will marry Max because she will see us through everything. She's a survivor. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. <and laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, very strong feelings about that. Um, and fuck Mary Kill for the m- leading men of the show, which I will say is Captain Flint, uh, uh, Captain Jack Rackham, and and uh, Long John Silver. Got it. So I will. I will. marry Captain Jack Rackham because he's recently on the market and I and he's been with a queer woman before. I was so about I to say like, that yes <laughs> so I feel like he's used he to knows that the drill. energy he's yes good. he knows yeah, the drill yeah. he's gone um I will kill Long John Silver because he's manipulative and scummy and I don't like his attitude uh and but how about those hush puppies yeah hey (laughs) (laughs) i love hush puppies and i will fuck captain flint if he wants to it's unclear that's nice of you actually we always assume it's if they want to (laughs) right but but uh, it's okay so so one thing that i will say is that they never actually specify that he's gay, just that oh. he's in love with this man. And he does have a relationship with this woman, and they do have intimacy. Right. It's So it's never specified that he's exclusively Got it. homosexual. It is something that a lot of the fans of the show say is that it's a gay reveal and that he's, he, right. he you know. Well, but also bisexuality does not exist, so. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> so, uh, it's always an important thing to remember. Is yes, that, that we can't. We <laughs> That's can't your first mistake, like, Diana. Yes. Yeah. So for me, I do think it is possible. So I would sure. leave that to, up to him, and if 
and but I, he does he does have an, an a nice quiet rage energy and i think he's the gorilla guy no that's billy bones and i didn't oh. put him in this equation no, you're right. because he's too silly okay um, <laughs> silly billy <laughs> i can't take him seriously at <laughs> all uh so yeah so those that are has my, never my stopped team. you i know um <laughs> and yeah that's the only those are the only uh fuck mary kills i can think of what are you doing after this um i we're doing like house stuff that's fine installing our air conditioner windows oh fuck yeah yeah i'm gonna turn on my air conditioner after fuck yeah nice and then i think i'm going to take sam outside and have a cold (gasps) drink out in the so nice yard so good i do i thought it would be i i forgot that it's like summertime right now and it's still light out yeah and you know what you can do outside what Nintendo Switch. <laughs> you can. <gasps> I love that personally. Oh, I do love that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the vibe today. So. All right. Well, have have fun. Thank you. This Thank was fun you. for me. Good. Me All too. Right. Go say hi to Robin and not I Francis. Uh, Tell believe Francis me. Diana does not say hello. I will. <laughs> All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. You can find all of our Femsplained content either on Patreon.com/slash/Femsplained, Twitter. You can find us at Femsplained Cast. Instagram, you can find us at Femsplained Podcast. And you can check out superdillon.com slash Femsplained to find the guest form and all of the different places where you can listen and connect with us. Awesome. You can find and follow me, Avalon, at A underscore Cat Attack on both Twitter and Twitch. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, TikTok, and all the places at Super Dylan. And that is D-I-L-L-I-N. Awesome. Thank you so much for your support. Bye. Bye.